Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the big preview of the season episode. With me, Russell Guyver, with my usual co-host Peter Marsh, back from scouting out Messi in Barcelona. <laughs> that was what you were doing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I'm a, he's a, he's a, I said he's like interested next season, but he doesn't want to come this year. Yeah, it was the 700 million, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We could afford it, but we decided not to. I, I, I did go with a, big, with a suitcase full of money, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and we've also got with us, returning, a couple of our regulars, Robin Woolley. Hello, Robin. Hi, guys. Bringing my optimistic, if you were still there for a minute. <laughs> optimistic attitude to proceedings. Yeah, he's in, he's, in his, he's in his bad move phase. It's transfer window, Robin. Oh, not good. Not good. And we've got a welcome back to Andy Knott as well. How are you, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. You're looking like a Bond villain here. Yeah, it's it's, it's very much a Bond villain vibe. It's got a calculated finger on lips, pondering look. Yeah. Well, it's a tribute tribute to Diana Rigg, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Is it is it your transfer countenance? Is it transfer window face? Yeah. Love it. Brilliant. Well, on this episode, we're going to do the big preview for the weekend when it all kicks off again. It seems like only a few weeks ago, doesn't it, that we were playing? And that's because... Funny that, yeah. (laughs) Um, Not much of a pre-season. It's certainly the latest we've ever kicked off in this country for a regulation season, uh, if you can call it that. And uh, we'll be talking through all our prospects for the year ahead and what we think is going to happen, who we think is going to do what this season as well in the wider picture. First of all, a few bits of news that have come up. Uh, the government are uh, restricting our movements again due to further spikes in COVID. So we're restricted now to groups of six and so on. Um, October's plans to come back to football, uh, to, to fans going into grounds at football, is looking maybe up in question. Paul Barber on tonight's fans forum that was held just before we recorded this was saying it's just to be played by ear for the moment, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, that may affect things. Uh, the Leeds Love In on Sky Sports News is well foot. There's been daily episodes you could watch, 15 minutes. I know Peter will be watching those avidly, probably recording them for posterity as well. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, they're really going to town. Of course, the media loving is well underway. Um, in other news, David Stockdale has gone to Wickham Wanderers, who are in the championship. So not a bad move. Maybe a good good move for him. Was he on loan uh, there last season? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He finished, he was. Uh, yeah, right. finished the season because I think he was on. He was on the bench for the playoff final. I think wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Oh. And he also he also apparently made a massive error in pre season and like let the ball go. Oh, under I his saw foot that. For a yeah, it went, yeah, it went straight <laughs> through him. Yeah. Yeah, he still gave him a contract. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good luck to him <laughs> he might need it um, the other news is really just transfer news mainly the fact that there isn't much um, Victor Gilkeris is apparently interesting Swansea um, so that there's might been, be been a lot of transfer news it's just all out oh and we have, well, well, we have signed a player today yeah, yeah another, we have. another centre back yeah, yeah, yeah of course. We're moving to towards our one ten <laughs> formation. It's not going to be <laughs> deploying. And he's a young lad, of course, so it is also with the under-23s theme that we always seem to have. Um, it is John Paul Van Heck, I think it's pronounced, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's off to Leeds on loan. Breda. <laughs> well, well, he's off to make him into a man. He's off to somewhere in Europe on loan, yeah. according to the yeah. article. So yeah. That's yeah. quite wide-ranging. Just... Narrows it down a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I think David Button, I can't remember if it's since our last podcast, but he's he's confirmed as West Brom, outbound, undisclosed fee. Um, other than that, not much going on. We are rumoured to be one of six clubs interested in the player that I would really like us to bring out and have been an advocate of for a while, Rian Brewster of Liverpool, a loan or a permanent deal or a permanent deal with a buyback option. Any of those options I would take. In fact, I'd take anything right now because we haven't got a striker to cover at all should anything happen to Neil Morpé and Aaron Connolly. Um, that's about it news-wise, unless you boys have got anything else on that side of things. No. So, on that note, we'll go straight into the preview. Um, so, how do you think we're going to do, Peter? As it stands, obviously subject to, to any transfers, what do you think? As it stands, we're playing it very tight, in my view. If, if Mopé especially gets injured... Um, we're really, really in trouble. As the team stands at the moment, the squad, I think it probably is an improvement on last season. I think we, we you know, they're kind of the, we have improved in various positions. Like while White might not have improvement on Duffy, he probably is more naturally available to play in the position that Potter does want him to. Similarly, um, obviously Lamptey only had a few games last season. McAllister only had a few. We've got Malumbi, hopefully midfield, or, you know, hopefully make an impact to Alzate back. So I, I do think we've got a better squad than last season overall. It's just that, as it has been since we've been in the Premier League, it's that elusive striker, really. And hmm. hopefully a left wing back as well at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, what's your uh, take on it so far? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree too much with that. Although, um, all I'll say is that the transfer window is open for another three and a half weeks. And mm. I suspect that we'll get a decent striker in. Um, you know, this is the kind of period that tests people's nerves. Um, and, yeah. Uh, it's good that we've got Tony Bloom there. Um, yeah. I would agree that beyond the striker, um, there are people talking about two strikers I can't see that happening. I really can't. Hmm. Um, but I think Peter's probably right about left wing back being the kind of next priority position or or maybe a kind of what I might call a, a kind of winger stroke um, attacking wide midfielder or, or something along those lines. Um, uh, you know, we're talking about left back, left wing back. Um, Currently in Bernardo, um, Burn and March, um, I think we've got decent enough cover there. And 
actually March was more or less our best player against West Brom in a dire contest. Um, mm. I don't know if you've spoken about that on this program. Um, just mentioned the uh, the fact it was dire and it was nil nil. Nothing mm. more than that so far because yeah. I, I didn't see it actually. But uh, I don't know if you uh, so you see the whole game, Andy. Yeah. And what was I mean? Apparently, Basuma was very good. Of course, uh, he was the best player again. Uh, yeah. Other than that, Basuma has been better than faultless since. Well, probably the Wolves game. He was very good in that Sheffield United game, um, but he's in such rich vein vein of form. Um, and something's just clicked about his understanding the game, his positional play and so forth, because he had that talent beforehand, and I have him down to be our player of the season. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Robin, I mean, looking at our in so far, we've had we've got Emerson, Weir, Dundonka, Pupion and Van Hecker are all obviously just developmental signings. The only two significant ones we've had in seniors are Lallana and Veltman, who obviously are going to play their part. Um but how important is what Andy's just been talking about, Pesuma, to really stepping on the season? Because if he's rising in quality, can we rise with him? We're going to have to, aren't we? We're going to have to. I mean, if we, the squad as it stands now, if we, if we don't add a striker, I will say that I think it's very unlikely that we will go into the season with just the two of them. If we do, bottom three. If we add a decent striker, we can be com- we can be looking at the kind of twelfth, thirteenth. I do yeah. really think it hinges on that because yeah. we've seen last season and we've seen in pre-season how comfortable we are on the ball, how fluid a lot of our passing is. We're comfortable in defence. We don't actually, if we're on our day, we don't actually really concede that many chances. But as we've talked about on many episodes all of that is fairly pointless if you can't do it at the other end. Yeah. I, mean, it, it so really I does, think it, it does, it rests. I mean, it's yeah. bizarre to say that almost the entire season hinges on getting a decent striker in because, you know, more pay. We were lucky last year with injuries. Again, we talked about that. We mm. didn't really have, we talked about through We had players that were out for periods of time, but we didn't really have key injuries in key positions at key times. But even if you look at that, I mean, you take away, that's you take the West Ham, game for instance we needed something different Glenn gets the goal I mean you need that other option if you he's I'd say if you if you're leaving it with Connolly and Morpe we're not staying up because more but more pay obviously it's just relying on one person it just takes yeah. an injury and we're in trouble Connolly still obviously is developing and he's not going to yeah. be consistent too much but um, Andy Back to you, sir. You, you're keen to yeah, speak Robin, on this one. Robin's description <laughs> of last season about um, was actually the mirror Im- image of that West Brom game. We had an awful lot of possession in their half, um, and they <clears throat> it looks as West though yeah. West Brom and the friendly just gone. Oh, with the friendly, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just had a kind of bank across their penalty area, and we were just passing the ball from side to side and just get through them, hmm. um, and. You know, we've said it a few times before, it's not quite so much about the quality of the finishing, it's the quality of that final ball, um, or, or that kind of decision-making. Um, and that, that's, that's what we need. But, of course, that's what everybody needs. You know, that's what 
um, Leeds and and Villa and um, I mean Newcastle seem to have done pretty well on that front. But all, all those kind of teams in in you know bottom half teams, they mm-hmm. that's what they need. Um, yeah, I agree, and I, I do think I do hope that Lallana will make a difference there, though. That's kind of where yeah, if he settles, and also if McAllister settles down as well, hopefully well, he mean, should make um, a difference. The the other thing to say there is Mope did have a very poor game against West Brom, and um, I haven't seen much from McAllister since those first couple of cameo appearances, actually. So um, I'm not holding out too much on. McAllister. It'll or, take time, but I'm hoping he'll start to develop more as we go along. And Alana's there in the short term, hopefully, to provide the kind of quality we need. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that phrase that you can hope in one hand and shit in the other. So <laughs> one fills up first. <laughs> it's an optimistic view there, Andy. <laughs> what a lovely thought, thanks, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> But, it's your yeah. way with words, why we ha- it's why we have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it is those fine lines, though, isn't it? I mean, it said if Basuma can carry that form in, for example, and if he can create and if he can bang in a couple of goals like the Burnley one just to, to weigh in with that, and if Lalana can stay fit and he can provide some key key passes into key areas to, to create a couple more goals against the likes of West Brom, who definitely will set up uh, in the league game the way they did in that friendly. Um that could be the difference. Um, someone, else else... Missed, miss, someone else we're missing there is Alzate, who when actually played further yeah. forward in midfield, may well also, I mean, he's so good on the ball, so confident, you know, he may well end up, you know, being able to break down defences as well. There's another one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And, and again, Yeah, yeah. We could even play, we could end up with somebody like Ben White um, playing and holding mid uh, to facilitate that at some point as well, maybe. Because well, he I has played the there three at the back twice, will do that. I would say the three at the back probably. Yeah, that's the way true. they do it. True, yeah. Well, you, um, imagine if we do play three at the back with White, Webster and Dunk as the kind of first choices, that Potter will try to drive into them to do certain things at certain times to disrupt the organisation of the opposition. Because obviously normally if you play three um, centre-backs, then... Um, you're outnumbered in your attacking third um, and uh, they're going to have to be smart enough to know how to play. I mean, the way in which we've been set up in the two friendlies is that Webster's been on the left, White on the right and Dunk in the middle and Dunk slightly further back. Um, and and Webster's look, looked amazing in that position um, and I think... I think he played in the back four, so in a, a in a pair of centre backs. But I think he, he played a lot on the left hand side of Bristol City, actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, which could could certainly help. Um, and spe- speaking of uh, the defence, by the way, Tariq Lamptey making his debut for the under twenty ones for England. Uh, just thought I'd mention that one while I remember. Congratulations to him. And I think it was a clean sheet, wasn't it as well? Not that, uh, yeah. I, just, I mean, we, there is a lot of complaints at times about the, the transfers and the signs we make, but for three million quid, when you look at what Aaron's, who's the Norwich guy, is being linked with twenty million pound moves, and I mm. think Lamptey is a class above him. He's not even close. I mean, you, you look at what a deal that was for him, and how yeah. good he looks already. I mean, that's a, and he's another outlet, of course. I mean, he's so quick. 
especially if you yeah. play wing back, so he can have, actually has more ability to go forward. Hmm. I think it's looking at the squad and what we've done. I mean, counting it, I've worked out from from what I can calculate. 16 players have gone out this summer so far, albeit only seven of those are related to the first team. The rest are sort of low moves for younger ones. Or uh, there's Duffy, Murray and Tao have gone on another loan and Clark as well. But um, the ones that have gone out on a permanent deal, Anthony Rockhart to Fulham for 10 mil, reportedly. David Button, undisclosed to West Brom. Berem Kyle's con- contract finished, same with Scalotto. Martin Montoya's gone to uh, Real Betis, hasn't he? Um, Aaron Moy, the surprise one to China. And, well, Florian Andoni, we're kind of considering, has gone, because he kind of probably has. Um, any objections to any of that? Because I know, Robin, you're a big fan of knockout, but, I mean, subject to suitable replacements. Are you happy enough with that and the other, the, the other ones going out? Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're pretty well covered at, at right back, actually. Um, especially with Veltman coming in and Lamptey, you would hope is going to be the first yeah. choice. Um, yeah, I mean, Chilotto for his comedy, his comedy value um, <laughs> wasn't really a good defender, which is, I mean, he still has, holds the honour of the worst 45 minutes I've ever seen from an Albion <laughs> player ever at Huddersfield. Granted, Chris Hume decided to play him on the right wing for some reason, but still, yeah, that's an point. accolade which he's beaten. Yeah. He's beaten several dreadful players, and it has to be said he wasn't accolade. alone that day. The, no, the whole I mean, team was dreadful that day. Yeah, he was yeah. dreadful in a, in a very <laughs> dreadful performance. But um, <laughs> going off on a tangent, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Moy was a surprise. Um, mm. I know we talked about in previous episodes that there was the obvious clash between Gross and Moy. Um, and how you best fit the two of them in. And I think I I wasn't certain that we would go into the season with both of them still in the squad. I probably would have guessed that Gross would have gone on the basis that Moy had only just signed permanently, but obviously none of us were to know that there was this bizarre clause in his contract, which I know you talked about in, in a couple of episodes ago. Um, but I mean, Moy... Obviously, had he contributed in in a few pivotal moments in the season, but I think it's fairly undeniable that he did drop off performance-wise from his loan period to his permanent spell. And I don't think it's necessarily connected to that event happening, but that just seems to be the timeline of we, we've had a few players what do it that. Was. Um, hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think the way bringing in Lalana, I suppose, was also into that you know kind of area of the of the um, squad was, was creating another it was creating another clash so i mean i think the bottom line is we seem to have saved an awful lot of wages we've shipped hmm. out quite a lot of money which i was hoping would be leading to something not monumental but you were hoping that it, there was a strategy that we were going to maybe bring in someone of higher quality but hmm. i mean paul barber seemed to give the impression that the club has suffered um, as you know, probably most Premier League clubs, we've suffered quite a lot with the COVID situation. And I suppose the the thing, the unknown, um, and it's you know, it's not really any of our business, especially. But we don't know how Tony has been affected personally, you know, in his other business interests as part of the you know the economic fallout, and whether that is having an impact on the amount of money. Because we know that you know, even as a Premier League club, Tony is still pouring in money and is still propping us up. So 
we don't know how comfortable he is doing that given the uncertainty. So I don't know. Yeah. I think we've probably done none of the, none of the, none of the deals are dreadful for us. I mean, we've made a profit on Moy. I still think 4 million is, is fairly cheap, but obviously that's the, that's the clause, yeah. you know, we it's about a million, money on him. million profit, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Which that. is, which profit. is fine. I mean, yeah. Montoya you'd imagine was on, was a fairly high earner given his, given his, yeah. uh, his pedigree um, Duffy yeah. as well. I mean, I imagine we are still paying some of Duffy's wages. I can't imagine mm. Celtic have taken on the full, the full chunk, but we must have saved yeah. a fair old. And it's about two fair old amount loan deal, isn't it? They reckon for yeah. Duffy as well. Which is, because he's, got, he's still got he's got three years left on his contract. Yeah. So, so there's, there's yeah. something to be. I mean, if they want him next summer, then hmm. there's going to be a deal to be worked yeah, out. That's right. There? And then whatever we got for Button as well, ten mil for not Knockart, um, and obviously a couple of other people off the wages. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're in profit in terms of the, the transfer window on the basis that we've got Lallana on a free, albeit there's probably some sign-on fees involved. Beltman reported 900k. Uh, Jensen, we're one of the youth players we've signed 500k, um, and then I think Cameron Pupion uh, is undisclosed, but it's probably not going to be a huge amount, is it? Six, uh, so, figure, you know, six figures, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're well in profit. As so we said on the balancing side of that, wage-wise, White's obviously signed a new deal, which presumably yeah, Dunk signed, signed as well. Dunk signed a new deal. Alzar's Alzar 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 has. Players. Connolly yeah, has. So there's, there's, yeah, and Lalana's amongst the, the top earners as well, I'd imagine, or one of the yeah, uh, not the top got earners. Be, yeah, and Beltman, you imagine, will probably earn quite a lot as well. So yeah, so it's yeah. probably about status quo, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, Something it is. Like that, I mean, but, we just yeah. we don't. I mean, I know we're going back. We we don't need a lot to to add hmm. to the, to yeah. the squad. I mean, I think it's just a striker. That's yeah. that's all we need. And it could be the difference compared to last season. Yeah, it really could. And ideally, a bigger striker. Uh, yeah. Someone that offers something different to mm. um, the two that we have. The classic yeah. more I mobile mean, Murray, basically. I would, I mean, I know we've talked about it. I, I would take Troy Deeney. I know it's unlikely we'll get him. I'd take Troy Deeney. Something I would, like that. Well, I'd be quite happy with him. I, um, I think, all I think he's more likely to go to West Brom or something yeah, like that. But. I, I think it's less likely that we'd take someone um, Troy Deeney-ish. Although, having said that, I think perhaps the last time I, I was on, we were talking about Lalana before he signed, and I was saying he didn't fit the profile of our sign-ins. So you, you might want to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't under Potter. I, I, I mean, no, he doesn't. I, I would say even more so for a striker, um, you wouldn't be getting an age in Premier League. No, but uh, the, the cynic in me thinks that Lallana is an Ashworth signing and not a Potter one. Um, I'm, uh, I certainly think that is an Ashworth signing, but I'm not so sure that I'd necessarily want to carve a distinction between Ashworth and Potter. But you, I mean, you did say it's not necessarily your your view, Robin. It's just. Your dark side coming out. Yeah, no, it is. That is. It. But I, I, I mean, I think a lot. Obviously, I think Ashworth has referenced that he worked with when he was at the FA that, or working with England that 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 corresponded with Lalana's time in the England squad. Yeah. So I'd imagine, without being flippant, I'd imagine they know it. You know that there was there's obviously a relationship there. Um, 
previously. Lalana was absolutely brilliant at that stage in his career. He was absolutely mm -hmm. stunning. And apparently, he, he is one of the best trainers in the Premier League. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know, people talk about his injury record, but actually, he's only, he, was only, he just couldn't get into that Liverpool team. Mm. I mean, it's a bit of a myth. The last 18 months or so, he's been fit. But he just couldn't mm. get into that team, which is yeah. fair enough. Which is, which yeah, is fair exactly. enough. Yeah, he's only been unavailable. I think they said like for eight or nine games over the last two seasons mm. or something. And he yeah. still played um, like fifteen and thirteen or something like that. A lot yeah. of subs, yeah. but just couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, then, then again, Liverpool did play about seventy games last season, didn't they? So. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, we had one of the Liverpool lads on one of the podcasts, John Gibbons, and he was saying there was a season, I think it was 15-16 or something like that, 16-17, where he was arguably one of the best players in the entire team. He was absolutely on fire. Well, he and scored he was... that really important goal at Norwich for them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And it's on Fairly small moments, honest. isn't it? Quite often. Yeah. yeah. So we really hope he'll do well. I mean, speaking about the transfers, just looking through the deals so far this um, this window, I mean, it really is a sign of the times that we're not alone in not spending much. I mean, even Arsenal, who have a lot of rebuilding to do, they've done quite a bit of frugal business. That's not a load of free signings and a loan of mm. Sabalos coming back. But the only money they've spent is Gabriel, 27 million. And they, boy, do they need a defender anyway. So that's not a problem. And um, Mari is coming for 8 mil from Flamengo. Apart from that, loan, I can't see. Yeah. And there's nothing else fee-wise Well, there. they can't get rid of Ozil, can yeah. they? Can't I think they have just... I think the really the interesting problem. one is arguably Tottenham. I mean, they've made two signings, I yeah. think, all window. And one of yeah. them is a Southampton basically reserve in the end. And the other one's Matt Doherty, who is, I mean, he's obviously done quite well at Wolves, but he wasn't probably what Spurs fans were hoping for. And last they've summer. lost, who have they lost? Alderweireld or Vertonghen? Which one Vertonghen, of them I think, Vertonghen, gone, yeah. Vertonghen they've yeah. lost as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, nice. they've still... I think those two signings for Tottenham are good players, actually. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, yeah. But they're just still, amazing. I mean... They're similar to us. They've got when Kane get when Kane gets injured, inevitably when he does his hamstring mm. again. Um, they can't just rely on goals coming from further back as Son yeah, or something like that. Yeah, from Lucas or Son yeah. or whatever yeah. it might be. Um, don't forget they have signed um, Joe Hart as well. So uh, oh, yeah. it's yeah. not all bad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, think I think Newcastle <laughs> have done the Newcastle have done very good business. Yeah, yeah, annoying. Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, to, to list their stuff in full for anyone that doesn't know, Callum Wilson has gone on, on to them for uh, 20 mil this week from Bournemouth. Ryan Fraser, who is available on a free, having been with Bournemouth as well. Uh, Jeff Hendrick, I'm not so convinced with, but he was on a free from it's Burnley. Funny, I was going to say, I think he's the best of the lot, actually, arguably. Yeah, decent oh, I, I think he's been, he was a really big part of that Burnley team, and they missed yeah. him after lockdown. I, I would yeah. say he's arguably the best on a free transfer, one of the best bits of business of the summer. It's not yeah. bad. And even Jamal Lewis, who Liverpool made a bid for 10 mil and they were rebuked and they, they didn't want to go beyond that. Obviously, he's a backup, isn't he, for, for Liverpool. But um, you know, they've come in for Jamal Lewis and got him for 15 mil, which I think I haven't seen enough of him to be sure that's the right fee, but it sounds like a decent price. Yeah, well. and he's going to be, you'd imagine he's going to be first choice as opposed to not getting in ahead of Andy Robertson. Mm -hmm. So from a career yeah. point of view, it's a... It's a better move, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. For what it's worth, their only other signing is a free from Motherwell, a guy called Gillespie, who I know nothing about. But uh, even looking at other teams, I mean, you've got, for example, I mean, Burnley, you could say they're, they're fairly steady sort of side. They've kind of, they're, they're very carefully moved people in and out. And this window, they've signed two people, I've got to admit, I've not heard of. Um, Norris, undisclosed from Wolves, and Diallo, who's on a free from Arsenal, I presume is one of their youth team, I yeah. guess. 
So but, I mean, they've done very um, modest West, business. West Ham are trying to prize Tarkovsky from Yes, they want they yeah. had a couple of bids. I've got Leicester so, reportedly as well, I heard rumours. Yeah, yeah, a few in, but they want 50. He's got a re- well, no, they said he has a release clause for 50 million. Well, yeah. it's only a, it's it's only applicable to three clubs. Yeah, yeah. but they've lost Dear Diagana to West Brom. I was going to say that's a really interesting one because that's caused a real caused a fuss, real furore yeah. amongst West Ham fans and even even Mark Noble of Yeah, because he's been at West it. Ham since he was like eight or something. He's another yeah. one, isn't he? There's an interesting criticism of Mark Noble actually on I think it was the Totally Football podcast this week. There, somebody said that he's he sort of plays on the pitch that pretty much resembles what he said in. Uh, in dispatches this week is that he 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 likes to be seen to be mucking in chucking his body around not necessarily playing very intelligently uh, without the ball and almost this was a representation of him in in social media form when he was complaining it's probably not done West Ham any mm. good he was no. at West Brom last season so they're not lost something they didn't they weren't Has to be last said, year. For all the fuss around the ownership and obviously who they aren't they aren't very popular they did spend forty five million pounds on a striker last summer. And yeah. turned out to yeah. be a pretty average striker though, for yeah. this first season. Yeah, and no, they went and they went and spent a lot on Jared Bowen, didn't they, in January yeah. as well? Yeah. So, um, yeah. the, the, Spanish midfield, the Spanish midfielder as well. Um, Four nails, yeah. 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 So they've spent like good. 100 million plus last season. Yeah, they're just, they're just and, dreadful. But, I mean, it's um, just... I, I, I'll offer a different view, especially if they get Tarkovsky. I think they'll be quite good because they were coming good towards the end last season. That suit is an absolutely amazing signing. He's a brilliant player. Yeah, he's brilliant. I mean, that, they're Chelsea, yeah, they beat Chelsea, didn't they? Yeah. They played really they're well in that game. together, and Antonio was a revelation up front. I mean, yeah, I mean, they always, if they can keep Antonio fit, they're such a better... T- I mean, against us, they, we were 3-1 up when he was on there, and he was mm. all over, and we basically had to sit back because we couldn't basically deal with his pace. But the minute he went off, I felt we got further yeah. up the pitch and we were able to attack more, yeah. and we looked more Great. dangerous. It's still not much business from West Ham, though, so far. Susek, 15 no, I mean, I read, I read a oh, he's on they're saying, there, wasn't he? They're trying, to, they're trying to move out Jack Wiltshire, um, Lanzini. Why did they and, sign him in the first place, Wilshire? I don't know. They're trying to get rid of Felipe Anderson as well. Yeah, and, and Fornells and Lanzini. I mean, they're, they're, they're all hmm. similar kind of players on probably yeah. huge wages. Um, yeah, they're probably over- overpaid by West Ham, classic kind of. Yeah, I mean, you look at the squad, the squad's good. And they don't, on, on paper, they don't need to do much business. But ultimately, um, how much of a team is that? How much focus mm. and and sort of thin down? Um, they have got rid well, of that dreadful keeper, Roberto, at least. That's a good No, no, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, so they've not done much, um, but they could do okay this season. Southampton, again, a very recurring theme here. They've signed a player they already had on loan, same as a lot of clubs. Uh, Walker Peters, 12 mil from Spurs, but good business nonetheless. Salisu is the interesting one. He's come for 10.9 mil from Real Valladolid in Spain. I heard good um, things about him. There's been you know, yeah, suggestions that he's a real yeah. bit of a coup for them to get him. I think not many people say much about, about Saints, are they? is will Ings have another season like he did last season? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, will he stay fit? They've, hmm. they've, Adams was coming through at the end of the season hmm. and um, who, who's the... Uh, oh, the youngster. The, um, the oh, yeah. Yeah, the Femi, yeah. Hmm. And um, they did have, yeah. to be fair, it has to be said, that the second half of the season, they must have had a hell of a run because... They, they were brilliant. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, they were that, bottom three or whatever. Nine, eight or nine yeah. nil, wasn't it? Whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, hmm. in, in terms of what we're talking about 
um, us in terms of the final ball and so forth, they flood the box. Um, they really do do intensive sprints. So if if yeah. we could implement some of that next season, mm -hmm. then playing that final ball becomes that much easier because there's more players to play it to. Yeah. Well, just a final word in part one here, just continuing on the Southampton theme. I think they've gone under the radar a bit, probably because they haven't done much business, so they've not been in the public eye. But I think those two signings uh, look good. And I think I like Hassenhutl. I mean, the whole 9-0 thing was an anomaly, I think, really, because I mean, you yeah. did fantastically well to, to get them to bounce back from that. But ultimately, it was a bit bizarre in the first place that it happened. Yeah, I think he's a good manager. There's a lot of criticism mm. of owners sometimes as well. To be fair yeah. to them, the Southampton owners stuck by Hassan Hussle yeah. when they could have yeah. been... Given where a lot of clubs are, you wouldn't have blamed them for sacking him at that point compared to others. And they did, yeah. and they stuck by yeah, him. Yeah, it's a tough... I mean, that as a, as, a as a single result, that's tough to, that's tough to survive from, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and they were bottom three already as well. Mm. Yeah. So fair I mean, in a moves. similar way, it's the, it's the kind of... It's the Hewton... 5-0 Bournemouth scenario, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Which um, on paper gonna, is a fairly difficult one. I'm going to give my 1-20 to 20 later in the show um, of, of where I think people are going to finish. That's obviously subject to change with transfers and everything. But um, Southampton, I think, will do well. Uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, more uh, chat about transfer business that's been going on around the country. Uh, more predictions and if you guys want to do your 1 to 20s you're welcome to <laughs> I'm springing that one and you're on the spot you don't have to but give me your predictions in part two so we'll be back in just a short while stay tuned folks Hello, welcome back to part two of this special big preview for the Premier League season starting this weekend. We're recording this on Thursday. The kickoff is on Saturday, although for the Albion it's on Monday when we take on Chelsea. We'll be talking about that game a little bit as we go further forward in the pod. But we were talking just before the break about teams, who they've signed, what's been going on with various clubs. Um, a few teams we haven't mentioned so far. Uh, first of all, Everton. I've been quite impressed with their business so far, guys. What yeah, do you think about them? Um, midfielders, all of a sudden, they now yeah. need to buy a few defenders and a decent goalkeeper. And then yeah, because didn't, didn't they do something like this before? They signed a load of number 10s in the same season. Yeah, so they they've, work they've out signed well. Sigurdsson, didn't they? That season yeah. they got Sigurdsson and, and the someone Dutch guy, else. Wasn't it a Dutch bloke? Classen, his name. yeah. Classen, Classen, yeah. yeah. But Everton yeah. do this, don't they? They go through patches where they have really incredible midfields, yeah. and like Andy says, slightly dodgy at the back. And unless they don't yeah. have Lukaku, then I mean, they've no got a, goals. There's a certain vibe about them though at the moment. I think I like their kit. I especially like their um, change kit, the away kit. Looks really nice. There's something that's a feel-good feel. Ancelotti's a good points. coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, loads of Ancelotti. <laughs> I mean, he signed Rodriguez three. Well, this is the third time, I think, hasn't it? Yeah. Real Madrid, right. Bayern Munich. And yeah. Undisclosed um, fee. And, um, uh, 20 odd million. Al quid, Alan is um, an ex um, Ancelotti player, isn't he? Yeah. And he hoovers up, doesn't he? Apparently, he's very, very. Yeah, I think he'll be good. He'll be good. The interesting one is Rodriguez, because obviously he had a brilliant World Cup in 2014, was it? Yeah, he's yeah, not really, since then, shown the form that he oh, had. So, yeah. can he. Can he I mean, yeah, because he won the Golden Boot, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. And he was going to be the next 
he was the next kind of cab off the rank in terms mm. of who's going to be the, yeah. the Messi Ronaldo um, successor. I heard Tim Vickery interview this week saying that he's still the player more or less that you would have seen at the World Cup in 2014 when he was one of the stars of the show. Um, you know, it's a matter of fitness, obviously, whether he stays fit. But in principle, a good signing. Uh, he's got it all. Decore is a good signing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all been big fans of his, and we. I remember Andy, you were waxing lyrical about him way back when when he first Did, came on the scene. He, I know we talked about it. He scored at the Amex, didn't he? Yeah, basically yeah, the entire defence yeah. ushered him towards goal. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also brought him off. And scored yeah. for us at Vicarage Road as well. Oh, yeah, he, he did, did yeah. yeah. He's one of our OG boys. He scored yeah. our first goal under Potter. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the three main signings. They've signed a guy called Nkunku, I think it's pronounced, uh, who's a free signing from Marseille. Now, absolutely nothing about him. But um, the other three, they've... Yeah, exactly, yeah. But those three, I think, will definitely complement what they've got. I rate Ancelotti. I think he's a good manager. They've got good backing behind them. They've, there's a feel-good feel about Everton because they've obviously got the new stadium plans slowly moving towards fruition. Um, and I think they've been linked with a couple of other players as well. Who They're, they're going for the right sort of players, I think, for what they need. Um, as you said, I think, Andy, you said they need some more defence, maybe. Uh, and a decent goalkeeper. I would yeah. say uh, I'd also say that um as much as I don't like him, Richarlison's a wonderful player. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I think Calvert Lewin is is really good, very underrated. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree with that as well. If, if, yeah. if we could get a player with the attributes of Calvert Lewin, then it'd be perfect for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they're, they're one of the big movers. Um, the ones that have been really shy in the transfer market uh, so far this summer have been Man City and Chelsea. They've hardly spent any money at all. Um, City, just a modest 37 mil on Valencia's uh, Ferran Torres, who I rate highly. I know he's come across as a bit of a bellend in uh, some of the stuff he's been doing on social media, but he, he is ultimately a very good player. Very young still, very raw, but he's going to be a star. Um, Nathan Ake, I think they've probably paid a little bit over the odds. 41 mil, Bournemouth. Maybe maybe it's fair enough. I don't know. Um, but they've, they've certainly paid through the nose for him. Um, there's an undisclosed fee for Moreno from Juve. Cabore, um, or Cabor, I don't know how it's pronounced, from Mechelen, 4 million. And Scott Carson on loan from Derby. Curious one. Um, but it's all about those first two, really, uh, Torres and Ake. They're clearly trying to firm up. Uh, the defence with another signing. I don't really think they replaced company last season and it cost them this year. Is he going to be the solution? I think the, the big I, is, I mean, I, I think City will win the league, partly because of their signings and partly because there's more to come. And also they can't, I mean, they had such bad luck in mm. a sense with Laporte. Um, he is by yeah. far their best defender. He, now that how did Laporte gone. get injured for ages? Was it, yeah. uh, was it tactical Fouling. fouling someone? I can't yeah. remember who it was though. <laughs> Some, some, some no mark. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Webster, if anybody wants to. Know. Should have got a winner's uh, medal, shouldn't he? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. As we're doing tables or starting doing tables, I don't have City as um, champions. No, uh, I don't. You, you've, got, you've got I've, Leeds. I've gone to Liverpool Andy. again. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. My, I have. my problem with City, actually, is at, at the other end, um, because Aguero seems to be picking up injuries and so forth. And I, I don't really see Gabriel Jesus coming forward to the extent yeah. that his initial promise showed. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Post-lockdown, De Bruyne was amazing, but no, they've lost 
Silva as well. They've lost Sane. Yeah. Yeah, um, they'll say they'll say that Foden will step in for Silver, but then they've had Foden no stepping in for Silver yeah. in general as part of the squad dynamic, which they don't have someone to replace Foden if Foden's He's replacing not gonna, Silver. He, he is obviously the long-term successor to Silver, but if they're expecting mm. him to step in and do the same straight away, exactly. Sil- Silver's one of the Silver's one of the greatest players to, to ever grace the Premier League for me. He's absolutely mm, fantastic. Yeah, and I, City I mean, fans. I, I do agree lovely. about Hayes not being necessarily obviously as good as Aguero. On the other hand, they have mm. got Bernardo Silva, they have got Sterling, they have got De Bruyne. You look at Liverpool, if, if they lost one of, San, one of Salah, Firmino or Mane to injury, they haven't really got the quality in backups. Mm. Of, of, well, no, yeah. they've they, got they, they, and I think we'll get two, on to Chelsea probably, but, but um, Timo Werner. Two forwards in, in, in reserve that I would mm. be desperate for to come to yeah. Brighton, either Origi or Bruce. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I think I think Timo Werner, not not just going pushing out to get him when when Chelsea started getting interested, they could have got him over the line. They would have had to pay more. I think they've got certain principles. They're digging their heels in, whatever. But that could be a game changer potentially because I think Werner was apparently would have been happy to have played a lot of games off the bench. Um, so I'm hearing if that's the case. That would have been a brilliant fit for the for Liverpool because yeah. that and would have given them the depth, strength and depth they would have needed. As it sounds, they've I, also done a city as well and let Lovren go and not replaced him. So they've only got hmm. three centre halves as well in Van Dijk, Matip, and Gomez. Now again, if Van Dijk got injured, they'd be in yeah. they'd be in a bit of trouble. Yeah. Just like yeah. City yeah. with board. I mean, I've agreed. With, I've agreed with Andy that I think Liverpool will win it, but it is conditional on on not losing one or two of the key players. Uh, I think Chelsea are going to have a sniff. I think they'll have a sniff as well. I think they're going to finish third, but it's going to be a three-way title. I think yeah, they'll definitely be closer, mainly because I don't think that either of Liverpool or City will hit the heights they've done in terms of the points they've won the league with the last couple of seasons. Well, it's going to be interesting with Europe, isn't it? Because it's it's a much more truncated yeah. season, and they're trying to fit in the same. Well, they're trying to fit in the same number of games, and Europe. Yeah. It depends. Are they going to do what are they going to do with the Champions League when it gets to the knockout stage? Is, that going to, is it going to be two legs? Is it going to be one leg yeah. again? I don't think they do have a sniff. Um, uh, sim- not, I mean, their signings are absolutely wonderful, um, but it's about integrating them and finding a style mm. of play. I would almost say that the following season, they may well have a really, really good chance. But I think the key question there is how good is Frank Lampard? Mm. Um, because mm. you know he's up against um, two of the greatest managers in the last few decades uh, in, in Klopp, Klopp and um, Guardiola. Yeah, similarly, yeah. that's the same question with United, I'd say, as well with Solskjaer. Because, I mean, yeah. in, in essence, United were up with the top two in the second part of the season after Fernandez signed. They've signed Van der Beek, who is actually a really good player as well. But, yeah, but I mean, they didn't they? Yeah. Well, Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea, I still think, are keeper away from, from challenging. Yeah, I think Kepa's yeah. not good enough. I think Andy's right. I, I think it's for next season for Chelsea to have a genuine potential chance of the title. I think when, when I say Chelsea will have a sniff, I, I mean, from my point of view, is they'll get involved in the conversation for a while. I don't think they'll be in the shake-up at the end for the reason you've said, Andy, that uh, there's a lot of integration involved. But the signings are cracking. Havertz, 75.8 mil which is the fourth most expensive Premier League signing ever, behind three Man United signings, Pogba, Lukaku and Maguire. Um, 
he's come from Bayer Leverkusen. Timo Werner that we were just talking about, 45 mil from RB Leipzig. Uh, Ziyech, that's crazy purchase. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a really will, good deal. He he may well be a good bet for top goal scorer. Yeah, um, I, I think. think so. I, I think I really rate him. I think he's a great player. Uh, Ziyech I really like, 33.3 mil from Ajax. Ben Chilwell, they paid over the odds. Uh, you do for English players. The 50 mil from Leicester, he'll add, some, he'll flesh out the squad quite well. Um, Sars on a free from Nice, he'll probably go on loan, they reckon. And uh, Thiago Silva on a free from PSG. I think the issue with Chelsea has been defence. Um, Rudiger's not bad, but he's a bit, bit hit and miss sometimes. But Silva will add some experience and some depth to the uh, defensive squad, won't they? Yeah, uh, won't he? I think. Yeah, so I, I've gone for them. I've basically gone Liverpool top, City second, Chelsea third. And then fourth, I think it's going to be Arsenal or Man United. I'm not sure who. It depends on the Solskjaer factor that you've just mentioned. Depends on how much more well, progress. Also, Arteta uh, factor Arteta, in Arsenal Arteta. case. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think United, similarly to what I said about Liverpool, what happens if Fernandez gets injured? I'm not sure they've got the depth again behind mm. him. Yeah, and Van der Beek's a bit of an odd sign. I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to fit in Fernandez, Van der Beek, and Pogba into the same team. Mm. Yeah, I really, I really like uh, Van der Beek. I think he's, a, he's a, I've been a fan of his for a bit. Uh, Thirty-nine mil from Ajax. I mean, they had a, they had a great team again, didn't they? Ajax just a year or two ago, and he's mm. one of those, and he really drove them on. Uh, but yes, how does he fit in? We'll, we'll have to wait well, to see. Gallo's well, the only other signing they've made. What they could made. do is kind of play a diamond midfield with yeah. Landers at the top, De Beek on the right, on Pogba the right, on yeah. the left, and yeah. someone like Matic. Yeah, yeah but, and again, their up front, their backup players aren't good enough as well. I mean, you look behind Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, they're looking at like James, one or two others who aren't anywhere near that mm. same level. And they, you know, yeah. obviously you can't have the same level as a backup, but you look at City and the number of attackers they've got that they can interchange them, especially in such a busy season. Other teams mm. aren't going to have that, that ability, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Um... By the way, Liverpool have only signed Simakis, uh, 11.7 yeah. mil from Olympiakos, so who's quite good actually, and he's just going to be back up anyway. So they're they're expecting to go with the flow. Uh, as I said, it depends on injuries, but I think Liverpool top, City second, Chelsea third, Arsenal and Man U will fight it out for the Champions League place. For me, I reckon the rest of the division is going to go like this. Spurs, Everton, Leicester, Wolves, Southampton, Sheffield United, dropping a bit but not too much. Newcastle, Brighton, West Ham. West Ham could go a bit higher, but I'm not sure yet. Um, Burnley, Palace, Villa, and the bottom three being Leeds, West Brom and Fulham. But I do think Leeds might might outdo All Villa. All three promoted teams go back down then. Interesting. I think, I think Burnley do. are going to go. Yeah, Burnley's the one I'm not sure about. Yeah, Burnley could do worse well, they could than yet I lose, there. They could it's... let you lose Dyche. I mean, he, if, if they lose Tarkowski, he'd probably be a bit yeah. fed up. And Well, I mean, apparently that... Wood's up for sale, isn't he? Yeah, I know I saw that, but oh, right. weirdly no one's really mm. interested in him, it seems. Or there's not been Which any... It's really odd, because he guarantees yeah, kind of 10... <laughs> he would gar- well, apparently he hated his time on loan with us. Did he? Oh, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, I, I, I can't see Wood going. I... I mean, it, to me, it just sounds... You're, you're quite right in what you're saying. It just... Why would they want to get rid of him? Mm-hmm. And why would no one want to buy him? Yeah, um, I mean, you'd think he guarantees 10, 15 goals a season, yeah. doesn't he? Well, right. you'd have thought anyone outside the big six or maybe like Leicester and whatever. Even Leicester might be interested in him as, a, as an option, you know. He, he seems Came like from Leicester, didn't he, I think? Yeah. yeah. 
Did he fail the no dick? Would he fail the no dickheads test? I, I don't, don't know. Think I've got so. no idea. I don't yeah. think he would. Really. He did pretty well for us when we were here. I, I, did, I never yeah, understand why he disliked it so much because we won, we won promotion, we won the championship. He scored like, a few he, goals, he, didn't he? He, yeah. he was even better against us, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. If he moves abroad, that would suit me very nicely. Uh, or um, but yeah, I think Bernie could go. I did notice that in mm. the, the official BBC Phil McNulty prediction, he's got Palace in the bottom three. Yeah, I, I heard bold. him on a podcast actually saying the same thing. Um, yeah, I would have. I actually had Palace down as I've, I've put them there as fifth bottom. I did have them fancied as relegation. It very much depends of, on what what Wilf does, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, well, on that I mean, basis, what, I, I what was you big, mean by that? Sorry, Annie, yeah, because um, Wilf at the moment has said that he really doesn't want to play for them. And what yeah. what what would be better? that he gets sold or he stays yeah. and bolts again. Because well, what, what did he get? Three goals last season. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he had a poor season. And he had his, probably his poorest season since he's come into his prime. Um, well, I've listened to the Palace podcast. Essentially, what they're saying is no one's particularly happy with Hodgson, but they do think he'll do a functional job of probably keeping them up in most scenarios. And They've how been many years do you Zaha. do that for? Exactly. Mm. It's an ageing squad. It's an ageing manager. I think the problem is that, you know, you don't want an unhappy Wilfred Zaha, obviously, because he's so much... Well, his price tag of... just drops, doesn't it, as well? The more unhappy, yeah. the more unhappy yeah. is, and the, the sulkier he gets. Um, but, but the thing with Zaha, who's going to buy him? I, I mean, I he'll go abroad, I think. This, yeah. this saying, point, like, someone maybe. like Dortmund, or he'll go... My concern, my concern with Paris, as in I want them to go down <laughs> and I'm concerned they won't, is that... Um, I think Eze has signed, who's, uh, who I really rate. I think we've mentioned yeah, that before. Yeah. Tw- up, up to 20 mil from QPR. When all said and done, annoyingly, that's a very good signing. He's a very it's dynamic a player with a lot of potential. Apparently, apparently also after Bright, I say Samuel as well from QPR. Yeah, he wants who's, to leave. he's quite a chunky fella, but he's got a lot of dynamism he's as well. Absolutely could, rapid, yeah. He's, as he's well. a unit, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but with Eze, apparently he was, uh, apparently wants to. Uh, interviewed and he said that he was inspired quite heavily by Zaha and Balassi in their time together at Palace so I don't know if he's a Palace fan or whether he's just likes those players but if they strike up a bit of a bond him and mm-hmm. Zaha in the master and apprentice type of way which sounds a bit bizarre for Zaha but he's probably at that sort of age now uh, maybe they could play play off each other and they could actually especially with Bashwai as well now who's a yeah. really good signing yeah. I think he got, the outside, the yeah. he got goals to them last yeah. time. He got about seven or eight, or doesn't have that, in mm. the half season. Yeah, he got, he got six that, in the league, I think. Yeah. Which so. gives you like 12, 13, which is what they've needed, you know, with Benteke yeah. not scoring. So they've not done well, much. Well, what they've well, done well, is... They've got AU up front, and their sign of Cap Cahill last season. Mm. I mean, yeah, genius. Yeah. Yes, that was a good sign. Yeah, it was a good signing. And, and yeah, and AU, I'm not a massive fan of him, but to be fair to him, he had a good season. He was their top scorer. He did make a difference to them staying up. I think uh, he scored some key goals, not least against us, but mm. in general, he scored some key goals and, you know, that can make a difference. And he's another season in with the yeah. same team. Um, I, I think they're aging as well. They do need to yeah. freshen their squad well, that's up. That's why they brought in Eze and they brought in um, Ferguson as well, the fullback. They kind of... Yeah. Yeah, from mm. West Brom. The, the yeah. interesting was signing, on a free, I, free transfer. Yeah, the interesting mm. signing this week, I thought, and I and I still think they'll struggle, and I still think Scott Parker's not a great manager. But so Ariola, the goalkeeper from yeah. um, Paris Saint Germain, going on loan to Real Madrid last yeah. year. 
It's a pretty interesting sign that. I mean, they, they've, and they've brought a fullback for Dutch international fullback for only a couple of million today as well. So they are yeah. touching the defence up and they do have well, Mitrovic talk, going forward. Let's talk about Fulham a bit more because, um, yeah, I mean, they've signed six players according to my records here. Knockout, of course, 10 mil from us. Lamina on loan from Saints. Mm. Uh, Harrison Reed, 8 mil from Saints. Sorry, 6 mil, I think it is from Saints. Anthony Robinson, who's a very good uh, fullback, I think, in this. Uh, can play yeah, from wing Wigan, back. wasn't he? 2 mil, Wigan. Yeah, he Wigan was supposed sold to go to, he, was, he was supposed to go to AC Milan, wasn't yeah. he, in January? Yeah, yeah, right. some, so problem, good, some injury or something, wasn't there? That, I think uh, they had yeah. like a, yeah, something happened to his medical, I think. Medical, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's right. And uh, a guy called Bowie for, from Wraith Rovers, undisclosed, and Ariola, who we've mentioned. I mean, they they've seem to have gone the a Dutch bit more sensible. Well. Oh, have they? Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Um, they've um, gone more sensible than in previous times. So the idea of Fulham doing a Fulham seems less likely. But I think they'll be more sensible, but maybe not more successful because I think it's going to be tough. Uh, Villa have strengthened a bit. Um, they've spent a bit of money. Annoyingly, a couple of those signings do look good. Watkins. They've lost think, their goalkeeper situation. a bit of a worry for them, isn't it? Because they've lost Pepe Reina's gone back to... Well, he's gone to Lazio. Yeah. Heaton's yeah. obviously yeah. out for the, the long it, term. It, yeah. This is heating out that long. Yeah, I think he's out yeah, for a while so. still. Yeah, I mean, they've overpaid for Watkins. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, I'm a big have, fan yeah. of this. It's 28 rising to 33. Um, far too much. They've, far too much, really. Um, they've also signed Matty Cash, who we were interested in, and who's a good player. I, I rate him, actually. 16 mil from Forrest. Um, and a guy Again, yet, yet more proof of how well we did with Lamptey. You know, he's a, I know he's played midfield exactly. before, but this season he was a right back. Yeah. He's never played yeah. in the Premier League. He's he's a few years older than Lamptey as well, and he costs like five times as much. Yeah. I mean, For me, looking at it, I mean, Watkins is a good player and he could make the step up. But if he doesn't make the step up or if he gets injured, they're back to square one again. They haven't got anything else there. Yeah. Cash is a good player. but well, where's Wesley know. might be. A, he, was, he was scoring one or two goals when he, hmm. you know, starting to settle a bit once when he got injured. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they spent a, as well, doesn't it? Yeah, really, as they well. spent a lot of January's money on strikers. a tough time to come in. Yeah. That's why I've got the fourth bottom. Very good for Villa um, was Douglas Louise. Yes, yeah, he's good. He's good, and obviously Grealish so far looks like he's staying. That will help them. Or will it? Depends because there was talk not. that um, City, Man City were going to buy back Douglas Louise. There was talk of that. Yeah. they've got a buyback. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Thing in his contract. In, um, in Do you think? Grealish, Sorry, go on, Andy. Grealish is. I, I think he can almost be detrimental to Villa because everything has Just to Just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah everything, it's all about him. And he yeah. he tries too hard, doesn't he? Yeah, I think. I, and you, I, and you I look agree, at his record think... post-lockdown, it was pretty dreadful, wasn't it? I don't think he scored, he got... Or he, he's waited yeah. for the last game of the season, he's got, yeah, he's got scored a goal. in the West Ham, didn't he? Massive yeah. deflection mm. from memory, wasn't it, or something? Or something. Yeah, it was a huge deflection, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he, he didn't score a proper goal, really, after lockdown. You're right, he does try really, tries really hard. Too hard. Well, it, he always bloody similar. scores against us. It's quite similar to Knockhart in that way that you know, and he likes like the almost the more the harder he tries, the more but, it doesn't yeah. come off, isn't it? Well, my point's slightly different. They can't play a quick breakaway because they have to play it through him wherever mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. yeah, it's detrimental. Yeah, you, there's so many times you see an asset who everyone thinks is indispensable, and I think Zaha. This could be the same with him. If you get rid of him for a good fee and you spend the money wisely, it works like Liverpool as well with Coutinho and, and getting in and Dyke and whoever else Allison. they got in. Alisson, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it's actually the opposite. You think you can't live without them. And in fact, but your point works. about if you spend it wisely, 
Exactly. Exactly. Liverpool have done, but a lot of other yeah. clubs. Tottenham after yeah, Gareth Bale, when they basically went and yeah. bought anyone available and most of them turned out to be rubbish. That was the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, your, your point there, Robin, about Liverpool and spending it wisely, that's what they did is they didn't go for quantity, which is what mm. Tottenham did with the bail money. Yeah, they, he they looked at two, quality. he knew ex- he had two very specific holes yeah. in the squad. And, and found the best. He went for the there. best. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You've got a well, strategy, that, haven't you, that's, really? That's what, we're, we're not going to get the best, but what we need to get is the best within our kind of price band. Yeah, we don't need to spread ourselves over five or six positions. We know that realistically we need a striker and we probably need a wing back. And if, hmm. we do, if we only got, well, I say only, if we got those two, I'd say 90 plus percent of the fan base would be fairly comfortable. Going or or even we, we got. got a striker and we decided to persevere with Bernardo and March. And I think most yeah. people would be accepting of that as well. If we yeah. didn't, let, yeah. didn't let Bernardo go and we kept him and played between March, those, those Bern, two. Or, even Alzate, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah well... I mean, in my in my one to twenty, I've got Brighton down as thirteenth, which is where I think we should have finished last season. We should have beaten Newcastle; that would have done that. But the teams I've got below us, we've we talked about West Ham, we talked about Burnley, we talked. You about never Cows. know which West Ham's going to turn up. That's yeah. the thing. Exactly, that's Every the thing. Season. I really don't Moyes, rate Moyes. Moyes, I'm not. Yeah, no. I'm not convinced. Yeah, I, I'm fairly um, I'm fairly confident Burnley will be below us. Yeah, and that's how, where I've got them in fifteenth. I've got Palace sixteenth. We talked about them. Villa, we talked about. Uh, the teams we haven't mentioned so far, we've mentioned Fulham, is West Brom and Leeds. The reason I've got West Brom second bottom is they've signed Herrera, quite a good player. They've signed Diagana, good player. They had them last season on loan. That's not what they didn't already have. Mm. They've signed Kipre, one million from Wigan. Everyone signed a Wigan player this summer uh, for the Premier League. Uh, to be honest, I don't know much about him. Um, they've signed Button, undisclosed. He's not going to pull up trees. He might, might be their first choice. He'll probably be a backup. And Callum Robinson, undisclosed from Sheffield United. It seems to be on part of the swap, well. swap deal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they haven't improved. So not but, added, they have not re-added anyone, yeah. have they? And I wasn't impressed with West Brom last season. I mean, I, they were a decent championship side, don't get me and wrong. But there was nothing about them that down. was like... Yeah, yeah, post-lockdown. Yeah, but you look, at, you look at Sheffield United, who came up through the playoffs, I think it was. You look at the likes of Leeds, who won the title this year. Norwich, who won the title last year. Look how badly Norwich did. West Brom looked inferior to that. I thought it was a weaker division in Championship last year, yeah. personally. I don't see West Brom surviving unless they make some major changes to their squad. And even then, you've got the issue of integration. And from what, from what I've read, they don't loads. have the money yeah. to do that. Yeah. They're, and they're, Fulham they're themselves, the Fulham have been more frugal. We'll have to see what happens with them. The one team we haven't mentioned, we're saving the best of the last. I know you want it that way, Peter. It's your favourites, Leeds. I've got quite a bit to say about Leeds, and I'm sure you have as well. Firstly, I gonna say I was gonna say I don't think that they'll be in the bottom three. No, well depending on Villa, I think they will, but I, I, I can respect an alternative opinion because I think they're a little bit of an un, unsaid quantity, really. I think I think Bielsa is a, a manager who is exceptional. The way he manages the teams, he obviously pushes them physically and there's a lot mm-hmm. of demands on on his players which he in the first year they came on stuck they they just started to blow towards the end of the season and missed out the second year as you said off air robin the lockdown may have helped them and they they got over the line i love the way he sets his teams up they're dynamic they're open they're attacking 
but they're they're open and they're attacking <laughs> is the problem. They could get unstuck. I don't see an awful lot of improvement in the squad. Yeah, I think that's my my big point. With them. They've still got Lukaku yeah. at right back, who is a pretty average right back in Championship when he was. And the team isn't that great. It's Akuma, not one of the best teams, got... is it? But yeah. Dallas, or that left back, who's not even really a yeah. left back, but plays there. They've yeah. still got Patrick Bamford as their second choice centre forward if they lose Rodrigo to injury yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They've, I mean, they've you know, signed, they've, they've they've signed they've... nine players. Um, we've got Rodrigo's the top spend, 27 mil Valencia. On paper, that's a great signing. He's playing a La Liga for Valencia. He's a Spanish international. He's not got a great goal scoring record, though. Yeah, that's great, why I said on, the, on, the, on our WhatsApp group, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. His goal scoring record, it's a, considering, it's not. It's a division not that does does leak a lot of goals as well. So not, not that impressive. And trans, transitioning to a new, new division, a new country, it's not easy in the first season in the Premier League. So I'm not sure. Fair play, you know, we'll see. Uh, Robin Cock, a great first name, Robin. Uh, Cock, maybe not such a good surname. Uh, but anyway, um, he has apparently always been Leeds' first choice. It wasn't all about Ben White at all. You know, why would we want Ben White? We've got a German international, blah, 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 blah. You've read it all on social media, I'm sure. Um, we don't really know. He Again, it's a transitional season from another country. He comes from Freiburg, who were in the second tier, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think they're in the season. top flight. I think they, are they I in think, the top flight? Yeah, it's, it, is, okay, it sounds like quite a decent signing on paper. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah, he I made his Germany good. debut fairly well, fairly recently, I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah. And he came on the he's last minute young, against Spain he? and they could need an equaliser when he came on, apparently. Is he 20, 24? Is he something yeah, like that? So something he like sounds that, yeah. a decent signing, but uh, yeah, as you say, to the fact fair. is, he's replaced White. Other than that, they've just signed their loan players and Rodrigo, so they've not really, yeah. I, I wouldn't say, improved significantly. And, no. and Plus, they'd they spend £15 million on yeah, someone yeah. that does that they don't want. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, not great. I mean, they've got Messier, Goldie from Lorient for five mil. A guy called Greenwood, I've not heard of, presumably an Arsenal youth player for three mil. He's very good. Yeah, very, very good. Oh, is he good? Is he? Okay. Uh, Harrison on loan from City. They've got Dramay, I think it's pronounced on undisclosed terms, from Fulham. Gilhart from Wigan. Again, Wigan, <laughs> selling a player Poor to the Wigan. Premier League. One million. And C. Allen, who I presume is not Clive Allen, uh, but uh, undisclosed from Linfield, um, held a Costa, cost of a 16 mil from Wolves. Um, there's not a great deal of strengthening going on there. And no. it is a big jump into the Premier League. And as you said, White, even a small squad, good isn't it? White, really? That's, it's a very small, yeah. they, they've got a very small squad. He yeah, likes a small squad. And he does squad, like apparently. a small squad, yeah. But yeah, yeah with, the, with, the, with the games coming thick and fast this season, yeah. especially if you any sort of cup run or anything like that, then, you know, yeah, they could I mean, come unstuck. That's, what, that's what's going to be interesting about them. It's going to be interesting about Wolves, who operate in a similar fashion, yeah. as you would have seen from my well, list. I mean, they, they've spent down as 35 million on an 18 year old with two goals in professional football or something like that. Fabio Silva, yeah. yeah. And it's he's Portuguese, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've got Wolves down I have in the ninth place. coming higher than you, actually. Um, you reckon I higher? Very good, yeah. Because they're not in Europe this year, though. are they? No, they're not, but, no. But they were they're last year. Europe. Surely they're yeah, tired so... from last season's campaign, though. Well, I just think with a small squad and 
the, the, the demands Again, they were pre- they've been pretty lucky with injuries, haven't they, generally? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the big one for them, I know obviously Jimenez is, is very impressive and Yota, but the big one for them is Traore. Whether he starts or he comes to the bench, he's the one who changes games for them. If he got an injury, they'd miss him a lot. Have they, replaced, have they replaced Doherty already? I'm not sure or they not? have, no. Because no. I also noticed that Johnny's out for the season. Yeah, they? Yeah. They, got a, they got a guy from Lyon who sounds quite a decent signing. You can play oh, yes, they did, yes. He's yeah. left back. But I think yeah, he's yeah, a left-sided yeah. player rather than a... Rather than mm. right sided, but he sounds a very yeah. good signing for like under yeah, two million. Yeah, couple, yeah, played in the Champions League semi final. The team that's been likened to Wolves in recent times is Sheffield United. They're obviously newer to the equation, yeah, you, but I've, I've got them in tenth, eleventh, I think it is. Yeah, but they, yeah, no, I, mean, I, 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 I don't see them doing so well this year. No, I don't either. I think, no, I, I, don't. I think I think I rate Wilder a lot. I think um, they're they've signings got a are pretty uninspiring. Second season syndrome, isn't it? Yeah. As well, that yeah. they're not really I mean, the unknown. They've got anymore. Ramsdale in from Bournemouth. Like everyone's got a Bournemouth player as well, haven't they? But that's, but I mean, um, in a way, that's replacing Henderson, five. who was a lot better. So it's a decent yeah. signing, but Henderson's a better keeper. Agreed. Uh, they've got Wes Fodringham from a uh, free on from Rangers. Um, they've got uh, a guy called uh, well, it's, it's Koulibaly, but it's not that one. Undisclosed from Sarts. Sarpsborg, I think it is. Oliver Burke uh, from West Brom. This seems to be a swap deal with uh, Cameron yeah. Robinson. He's never done anything since he left. Yeah. Forrest he was brilliant at. And he was. Done, yeah. and he yeah. Nothing since. But what I'm, what I'm intrigued with, what, the reason I think they'll do okay is I think I really rate Wilder. I think he's very, it's very Burnley-esque in the way it's set up. So I think it works well for him. He signed both of Derby's wingbacks, uh, Bogle and Lowe, for undisclosed uh, fees, that's going to be interesting. I think I'm, I'm wondering how well they might do. That's going to be interesting. Also, Ethan Ampadu, who, who I think is a great player uh, on loan from Chelsea, that's going to flesh out the squad nicely. I think they'll do okay. They might finish lower. I agree with you guys; it's possible. But I've, I've got them in mid-table. It's a team I think we have potential to finish above if we get those signings yeah. that we need. Because I think Sheffield United have probably done their business now. Uh, Wilder's saying yeah, maybe a striker. a striker and maybe on loan. It might be the man well, I want, Brewster. Yeah, um, we'll see. That's that's what the chatter is at the moment, that they want Brewster. If I, if I yeah. were Liverpool, I would not send Brewster on loan to a team who have got a great defensive record but don't really score that many, personally. Hmm. I'd send him on yeah, loan to a team maybe. <laughs> yeah, but at least we attack. <laughs> at least we attack, though. <laughs> Stop I'm it. not particularly saying I, I would send him alone to us, but at least we try and attack and we are missing. You know, we create chances. I don't think Sheffield United particularly do. So Yeah, not many. If you look at the games against us, for example, you can see the way they're set up. They're, they're designed to not have many chances, mm. but to make and, and the best of what they have. as well, isn't it? It's crosses into the box. Yeah. yeah. We were, we yeah, were dreadful right. against them at home, though. That was a yeah. pretty awful yeah. game. So. So that's pretty much it in terms of uh, looking through the other teams, what's going on. I mean, do you guys, significant differences to my predictions there. Have, I mean, I've got Fulham, West Brom and Leeds or possibly Villa going down. Do you, yeah, I mean, Rob, Robin's mentioned got. Burnley. I Obviously think Burnley is impossible. Yeah. Could West Ham get dragged into it, do you think? Yes, I've got always, them yeah, they've, always got, they've always got the potential to because yeah. They're, yeah. Just, they're, always, they're a millimetre away from... Agreed. Yeah. Being yeah. a basket case, and I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't rule out Newcastle for all the fact they've made some decent signings. They're a a complete basket case anyway with Ashley in charge, and b it has to be said, but despite everything with Fraser and Wilson, Bournemouth went down last year. So, hmm. I mean, yeah. 
you know they kind of yeah. you, you can never rule them out considering the situation there and you can't rule yeah. us out obviously as well okay. uh, yeah i i i i wouldn't put newcastle in there um and so long as we get a decent strike i wouldn't put us in there yeah. either yeah well just just to round round off a couple of things first of all we are sponsored by seagulls over london if you wanted to find out information about them or join it's www.seagullsoverlondon.com if you want to contact our show brighton rock podcast it's brighton it's at brighton rock pod or it's it's uh, an email brightonrockpodcast at gmail.com if you can leave reviews especially five star reviews please do because it all helps our ratings it helps our uh, our uh, accessibility and all that sort of stuff please do if you can guys um second thing to mention is we've got chelsea at the weekend they've signed some new players Werner scored with his first bloody touch in that friendly however we were the better side can we get a result at the weekend guys uh we've they're going to be missing apparently Ziek. Uh, Silva and Chilwell. Uh, the bad news is the other signings like Werner and and um, Havertz are available. Are we going to get anything from this game? I, I was at, actually present at the friendly uh, and yeah. we were not the better side in, ah. in the first half. They they made all that when well both sides made all their changes at half time and it became a, a little less relevant um, we played quite well in the first 20 minutes or so, but um, they were an awful lot better thereafter, actually. Yeah. Um, Robin? I think oh, they'll sorry. beat us. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I think they I, probably will. I think they'll beat us, but I think it'll probably be fair. Close. I don't think we will... Yeah, I don't think we'll get thrashed, but I don't think, I think we'll I, I'm thinking enough. a 2-1 or 3-2 defeat. 2-1, sure. I was thinking, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even 3-1 later on with them, or I was pushing forward and then counter-attacking. But yeah. not... Yeah, I don't think we are hammering. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be better than that, but we'll, we'll see. In the meantime, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, if you've got your views, as I said, contact us and we'll be happy to... Uh, to broadcast your opinions as long as they're not rude or maybe actually if they are in the meantime thank you very much to peter to andy and to robin yeah. i've been russell guyver and i still am um so we'll be back with the next one which will be our review of the match against chelsea on monday till then stand or fall up the albion Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.